morning. Welcome to the Nazca Moments radio show. It is another exciting Saturday morning to be with you. But wait, do you know where your children are at this moment? Participation is a fundamental right. It is one of the guiding principles of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights that has been reiterated in many other conventions and declarations. Through active participation, young people are empowered to play a vital role in their own development as well as in that of their communities, helping them to learn vital life skills, develop knowledge on human rights and citizenship, and to promote positive civic action. To participate effectively, young people must be given the proper tools, such as information, education about, and access to their civil rights. In fact, the UN has long recognized that young people are a major human resource for development and key agents for social change, economic growth, and technological innovation. Participation in decision-making is thus a key priority area of the UN Agenda on Youth. Since 1995, the United Nations determined to strengthen its commitment to young people by adopting the World Programme of Action for Youth, WPAY. This is an international strategy to more effectively address the problems of youth and increase opportunities for their participation in society. Also in 1995, the Canadian Mental Health Association established a definition of meaningful youth participation, which involves recognizing and nurturing the strengths, interests, and abilities of young people through the provision of real opportunities for youth to become involved in decisions that affect them at individual and systemic levels. In Nigeria, several young people have been given the opportunity to hold both elective and appointive positions, thereby providing opportunity for participation in governance. Just recently, the Not Too Young to Run bill was passed by the National Assembly as a way of encouraging young people to contest political offices. In addition, youth-based organizations such as the National Youth Council with state councils, the Nigeria Youth Parliament and so on, have served as veritable tools for training future leaders. But the question still needs to be asked, how actively involved are the youth in governance and decision-making at the various strata of our society? To help provide answers to the questions arising from youth participation and related matters, the Nasco Moments radio show has invited Dr. Fabong Jemchang Yildam, Chairman, Plateau Youth Council, to share his thoughts with us on this subject matter of youth participation. Please stay tuned. I'm Hudun Gyan. Mama Shakara, this your shabby city shine. And how don't fit? How manage? Ah, my sister. Now, Bright Text white detergent, oh. Bright Text detergent, not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the yama yama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and soak? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Mama Shakara, me too now. Bright Text detergent, I go to use to wash all my clothes now so that I go to shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Thank you, Dr. Fabon, for joining us today. Thank you. So, let's find out, in your opinion, what youth participation is and uh, why is it important to have youth participation in governance? Well, thank you. I think I'll start with the latter part of the question. You know, the youth generally are a critical mass 
and uh, the population of all the votes being casted is accounted for about two-thirds of the total votes, which goes to show that the youth group is an indispensable um, group in the, in the process of uh, the political formations. And to that extent, if we are that important in the, in the political formation processes, it will only be good to say that um, the participation in governance is also key. Um, reason being that um, the voices of the youth is also the mandate that these political and office holders enjoy at all levels. And if they do, so the participation of youth in governance has, at all levels, particularly with the issues of policy formulations and implementation is key. So it's so important that youths are, are involved at the level of governance at all levels. Does it then follow that youth uh, should be included in all levels of government in planning and decision making? And if this is so, why do you think it is critical? Yeah, for sure, it is. It is so critical. One reason I borrowed from the the word of words of Kofi Annan, who said that if you want to know something about a thing, you go to the experts, and if you want to know something about the youths, why don't you go to the youths? You need to involve the youths to know how they feel, and how they reason, and what is it that their contribution is. Because whichever policies that has been brought in place has either a direct or an indirect bearing on the lives of young people all over the world. So to that extent, we expect that youths are supposed to be involved. Now, if you, if you look at it, we are an enthusiastic group of people, and then we are energetic, we are so dynamic, and as, as well, we could be the rest of um, groups of people. And uh, if the majority of the policies you see around revolves around this youth group, so I think it is also important to involve the youths at the level of governance at all levels. Mm. That would give us a sense of ownership it's also a part of confidence building in itself. Yes. Now, some people have uh, uh, negative uh, thoughts when it comes to youth in governance because they have asserted that despite opportunities given to youth in public governance space, at whether the federal, state, or local government levels, that their role has left a sour taste, uh, uh, even in corrupt uh, instances. What is your reaction to that? Well, that's, that's the generalization that I may... Um, have differ from it, it is not completely correct. Of course, in the past, we have had youths who were given the position or the opportunity to lead. And then, of course, it is true that what they left behind is, is, is something that we would not want to have such experiences. But, of course, that is just a tip of the iceberg as compared to the to the great youths of Nigeria who have got a lot of potentials. And some of them have also demonstrated quite um, remarkably their ability to lead the people. So, you see, when you use it, just a few to generalize that it's, it's not a story that should be told that is a representation of the youths in this country but i tell you that we have got a lot of youths out there who have got all it takes and they've been tried at different levels and they've delivered so we should now be talking about the youths who have delivered and not those who have been tested with position of leaderships and they didn't do well they probably feel that the youth are not ready well to a certain extent i believe that is correct because um being ready is not just talking but it's working the talk. We as the youth groups will have to demonstrate to the older generation that we have got all it takes and not just demonstrating, they must be seen or they must we must be seen to be doing what is right in the face of the public. Now um, if you if you take an, an instance the way youth engage themselves on social media and then you you find out that 
it has been converted into the boxing ring that in itself is an indication that we are a long walk from freedom but if you also look at other youths who have distinguished themselves in education in entrepreneurship in job creation and then in civic movements you, you will know that we have a handful of youths who have demonstrated that they are ready for leadership okay it is the nasco moments radio talk show thank you for joining us we'll take a short break right now and the program will continue right after this Flavor you may need. Yes, Nasco, Nasco, quality biscuits. So crunchy and so creamy. Yes, Nasco, Nasco, it's oven fresh and tasty for the young and everybody. Take a bite and get the feeling that you get what you need. For everybody, take it everywhere you go. Grab the taste of quality. Everybody say Nasco. away with Nasco biscuits today. Nasco cream biscuits. Nasco shortcake biscuits. Nasco cream crackers. Nasco biscuits. Cream of biscuits. Welcome back. This is the Nasco Moment Show and we're discussing how the youth in our society can actively participate in the decision-making process. Our guest is Dr. Fabong Jemchangildam, Chairman, Plateau Youth Council. Now let's talk about various models of youth participation which can be followed when attempting to get young people involved with decision making or acting for change. One of that is youth councils. So how would you say the council which you are presiding over right now is alive to its responsibility? Well, I, I would I want to say that the Plateau State Youth Council, first and foremost, is the umbrella body of all the youths on the plateau, irrespective of your tribe, your religious belief or your political inclination. And of course, it's a pressure group which performs a template for engagement, constant engagement and reminders to government and stakeholders that the youth will want to um, be recognized. And of course, you know, um, part of the activities that just culminated last week is um, the International Youth Day. And of course, um, the theme is Youth Building Peace. You see, the Youth Council will now um, provide a template itself for the execution of some of these programs as well. And then, of course, we have engaged in the past and we are currently doing um, with government, stakeholders, civil society organizations. And of course, it formed the legal template because it's the legal template and the legitimate template for youth bodies to bring to bear our concerns, our fears, our worries, and some of the problems we want the society and government to help us address. So the Youth Council provides a, a wonderful template um, because it's a, it's a non-political group, it's a non-tribal association, this is a non-religious association, it's the right um, format or template for which the youth will advance their issues and thereby seeking solutions to the problems that are being us as people. Okay, I'd like you now to enumerate the different ways through which contributions by young people can be meaningful, can be recognized, and that their participation is celebrated as well relevant models. Yeah, well, you see, uh, that's that's a billion-dollar question. But, of course, we, we have had um, different ways youths have demonstrated. Okay, take for instance, you know, Plateau State is a post-conflict society now as we're gradually getting out of um, the conflict. And, of course, we, we cannot deny the fact that I've been a restive or an enthusiastic group of people we have either participated as perpetrators in the eruption of these violent conflicts as well as active participants in in the gradual returning of the peace now it's it's a rule that we cannot deny 
and Plateau State youths have demonstrated their ability to tolerate one another. We have demonstrated our ability in the peace in the place of peace building processes. And of course, if you also look at the entrepreneurship training and skill acquisitions that have been ongoing, you find out that the majority of the people who are doing this are in the youth department. You find out that the, the youths have done a lot of things like advocacy. They've done a lot of things like community um, negotiations and engagements. And of course, we are also involved at various levels, whether at the, the religious fronts, the traditional fronts, or in the part of education, in parts of, um, um, let me say, some peaceful protest that brings about drive for, for the improvement of the society that we are part of. So these are some of the roles that youths have played actually in society building. Hmm. Now, uh, the poverty situation among a huge segment of Nigerian youth appears to be a major focus of the current uh, poverty reduction strategy and other poverty measures in African countries. What do you think uh, should be done about essentially um, talking about the poverty aspect of or the poverty that youth go through? Because most of the time, it seems as if this is not really captured by government. Well, this, this is one clarion call that we will have to make to government. You know, my idea of poverty is not just poverty of, of the economy. My idea of poverty is poverty of, of ideas, poverty of education, poverty of values. Eventually, everything that we discuss around poverty is lies on the economy. Of course, there must be a deliberate effort to go to get the youths out of that level. The reason being that if you look at the resultant effects of, of this poverty, it makes the youth's initiative to be seized by desperate citizens and political racketeers or profiteers. And of course, the moment the initiative of the youth is seized, they become willing tools in the hands of these desperate citizens to the perpetration of all sets of evil and problems around us. Now, if we look at the cost of the issues we have from the poverty at the level of the youth level, then we know that the sure way out of this is to empower the youths. And of course, empowered, empowering the youths is one of those things I mentioned earlier. We must make deliberate efforts to create jobs for them. Entrepreneurship must be encouraged. Nigeria is shifting from the oil era to the oil era of creation of wealth through agriculture and other means. Youths being the most active sets of the, this um, community will need to be encouraged and we need to do an active process of bringing them on board. But is this actually being done? Is enough being done? And no, no, enough is not being done. That is the truth, which is why we are there's a paradigm shift now. And then of course, we are trying to change the approach. The approach is not the traditional approach of just talking, talking. We need to take a step in the right direction to make sure that those who are in position of authority, which is also a position of responsibility, do the needful to this particular um, group of people that they are the two-third of the entire population yet neglected. And yet, are the youth doing enough to show that uh, these steps ought to be taken by those in positions of authority? Yes, I will say because they are appointers. You know, there are drivers for change and you use those as indicators to monitor whether the youths are ready or not. Of course, you cannot generalize. There are other youths out there who would prefer to just go to the level of the local government, get 5,000 naira per month and they are comfortable with. But of course, the constant engagements amongst the various youth groups we've had over these past three months shows that there is this hunger for improvement in our social economic status as people in the society. So the, the question to that is yes, I can see a light at the end of the tunnel. 
All right. This is the Nasco Moments radio talk show. Thank you for joining us. Our focus is on youth on the program today. Youth participation and youth engagement. Join us. The show is not over yet. Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans deep stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Welcome back to the NASCO Moment Show. Our guest today is Dr. Fabon Jemchangildam, Chairman, Plateau Youth Council. He has been educating us on the need for youth participation in governance. Now we'll turn our attention to uh, your current role in the Plateau Youth Council. How active has the PYC been since you assumed office? Well, very active because the evidence abound and of course we have got something to show to the world. But of course, this, the loss of the milestone over the last 10 years that there hasn't been activities of the Youth Council is making this start a lot difficult for us because we need to go on the on normal orientation again. And of course, the visit to the district and the local government level was a good start for us at the level of the Youth Council. And that actually created a, a template for us to sensitize the youths on the return of the Youth Council, though quite a number of them are unaware. We cannot take for granted the fact that um, we, we have been talking. But I must also say that the constant media engagement has also enlightened the youths of Plateau State that we have a legitimate platform through which we can engage people. So the start has is, is been, been wonderful because I, I at least expect that we were going to move at this pace um, owing to the fact that there had been a lacuna that was created over this period past. But I must confess that we we've started on a good note, um, albeit um, with the little little teething problems and the difficulties. But we are moving. Hmm. What role does the PYC play in shaping government decisions, or importantly, uh, influencing policy changes where necessary? Yeah, sure. We we are uh, a pressure group, and then we we would make sure that decisions that will be taken at all levels that either has a direct or an indirect bearing on our lives be taken in, in um, rightly. And of course, um, of late we've been engaging governments in, in, in the involvement of youths in governance. I mentioned earlier, I said, you need to talk to the youths because they are the experts in their own problems. And then you need to understand the mindsets of the youth. If not, whichever policy you are making will not have a direct bearing on them. And of course, the process of the confidence building is something that we are up to. And I must confess that, sure, government is listening to the youth council because hardly had we taken an advice to them concerning the youth constituency and they've not been able to do. Now, one of these that government has promised to, to partner with us, with us is the Plateau Youth Peace and Economic Summit. And of course, there that is a template for all Plateau youths across the divides and whatever to come together. And then we need to discuss, stemming from that, we, we, we need to catch a vision for what our lives are intended to be. So it's a very, very important tool to engage government. And also we're starting what we call the community advocacy against um, 
um, drug and alcoholism on the plateau. And of course, that is also giving us results because we've started with the community leaders and we are doing this advocacy and stuff like that. So, But government influence in this matter is very important because if you don't have government support in this, I bet you we may not do something that is there. We are there to tell government to do what is right. That is not to say we won't call government's attention when they are doing something that is wrong. Because as a pressure group, we are there to serve as a guide. Okay, now, what plans do you have to shape and sharpen the dialogue which you've started talking about to robustly position youth participation issues? Still coming back to the issues of unemployment and underemployment in Plateau State. Okay, one of those approaches that we've involved the Plateau State Microfinance Agency called Plasmida. And I, and I tell you, within this short period of three months, we've enrolled 2,500 youths in the different skill appreciation and entrepreneurship training. And we are not just stopping with government agencies. We've approached public-spirited individuals like the, the Kefianos, Autos, and um, I tell you that the response is remarkable, that we are going to enroll another 1,000 youths in different skill appreciation. And we are not just training these youths and leaving them we will create the enabling environment for them to be productive. It's one thing to give somebody an idea and then creating an idea for him to function properly. It's another thing to tell somebody you want to do something in his life and leave him like that. And I must confess that um, the various agencies we have met, particularly the peace building agency as well, we are creating avenues, avenues to engage the students constantly. It's, it's a mind shift from, or it shifts their attention from, from being idle. Engaging the youth directly will lead to empowering the youth. And the moment the youth are empowered, the issues of unemployment will take care of itself naturally. Okay, um, how do you, what relationship would you want to see forged between the EXCO of the PYC and all other youth groups in the state, as well as elders and government at all levels? Yeah, at the level of the youths, you know, the absence of the youth council within the last 10 years has created a proliferation of so many youth groups and the offshoots as lesser subsets. Now, we, we have extended a hand of fellowship to these youth groups. Let me tell you, in the day that the youth council was not there, they were speaking for the youth groups. It is not a lie, and you cannot deny the fact that they've contributed positively to driving the demands that has helped shape the youth constituency. But now we have a recognized body that has been recognized by government and everybody as a, as a, as a mouthpiece of youths on the plateau. We've reached out to many of them and they've collapsed their, their, their youth groups under the youth council. The reason is the strength in unity and I must, I must applaud them. Now, relationships with um, elders, with and, elders and stuff like that. We have paid advocacy visits to quite a number of elders and during the local government tour, there's hardly any local government we entered that we did not sit with the paramount ruler of that local government, and one or two stakeholders as well. And of course, this is the measures that we've you know, imbibed or we've employed. The reason being that you have people who are at the level, the grassroots level, not just the youth, you have people whose opinion matters a lot. So it's so important to engage them as well. And of course, we've reached out to some religious organizations and then the, the next thing is to begin to reach out to political organizations as well because you cannot leave political organizations out of this. There are, there are ideas you can sell, you can rob minds because, of course, in as much as the youth council is not participant, partisan, but our youth belong to the different political funds as well. So you, you need to galvanize the effort and then so that we can be moving in the same direction. In the day you take things for granted, when you wake up from sleep, you find out that we, we do not have a magnitude and we do not have a direction. 
So we, we must, and all hands are on deck actually to see that we are moving as a body and we are involving all the stakeholders as well. Okay, what are your final comments on this topic? Well, the, the, the choice of this topic is apt. The reason being that this is the, the one way we can tell the world that we are ready for governance. And of course, it's one way we can also tell the world that the involvement of youth in governance at all levels is a swing canon for good. If you look at the SDGs goal number 16, I think youth involvement um, governance at all, all levels is very important, of course, because the drivers for development elsewhere is peace. And of course, the youth constituency cannot be neglected as far as the business for peace is concerned. Um, so so the, the choice of this topic is apt and I, and I believe it has done justice to the growing problems of this constituency as a people. And we would want to appreciate NASCO for giving the platform as well for us to discuss our own issues. It's so important. I, I think the youths of Plato State, we need to understand that that we our destiny is linked one to another. And that is the only way we can grow as a people. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, on that note, I think we will just say thank you very much for being on the NASCO Moment Show, Dr. Fabon Jemchangildam, Chairman, Plateau Youth Council. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Uh, we hope that all these contributions on the NASCO Moments Radio Show this morning have assisted the listener, especially the youth, to be more conscious on the need to participate fully in the decision-making process whenever the opportunity arises. We end... This episode of the show here, follow the program on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash group or on Twitter on the handle at NASCO group. You can freely send any feedback on any aspect of this show to the email marketing at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. Our NASCO Moments trivia question for this week is... On what date and where was the new Plateau Youth Council Executive inaugurated? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777 and include your name and location. The number again is 0805-774-7777. Last week we asked you to tell us what day is the World Environment Day celebrated annually? Well, the answer is the 5th of June every year. Our winners are Stella Wilson from Bukuru and Juliet Johnson from Dadinkoa. Congratulations, we'll contact you. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO and it was created by Unimark Limited, marketing communications consultants, executive producers, NASCO marketing department, producer Harun Audu, research and contents development, Ignatius Usa and Harun Audu, production coordinator, Solomon Audu. I am Hudun Gyang. Stay out of trouble, be an active youth who shuns crime, avoids drunkenness and idleness, and please join us again next week.